everyone. It's time for the episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks, where we talk about our anime of the month. Uh, over the course of this month, we all watched Kiyosugiga, which is a very good anime, not to give you any spoilers for the content of our episode. And we're going to talk about it, and what, what we like about it, and maybe what we didn't like. With me is John... Hi, I really, really liked this show. And Trixie. Hey, I also really like this show as well, a whole lot. Wow. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Again, we got two back-to-back months of, yeah. like, anime love got going on here, which I think is good after our Monogatari thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like we all liked Monogatari on the whole, but we were just like, yeah, you know, could do better stuff, but then, like... Call me baby. Boom! Kiso Giga. Boom! Yeah. Just going in. It's great. Um. Yeah. So, um. Kiyosu Giga has an, had an interesting release where they, they did an ONA first, right? Or did they do an OVA first and then an ONA? Was, Something like that. They did some weird release thing. I, it's very interesting and strange, but we just watched the TV anime series, which is. 10 episodes long, 12 if you include the post-series review, and also a recap episode that wasn't a recap episode, actually. It was just sort of all of the, or two of the voice actresses for the show going around Japan and seeing different temples. Yeah. That that, was interesting. That ruled a lot. (laughs) The one thing that that video taught me was that uh, I think if I ever had to be one of the people at the Buddha shrines who does the fancy calligraphy stamp for all of those people every day, I would probably die. <laughs> God, uh, I can't imagine how many stamps that do that. so time. many, and they do it by hand. That's the craziest thing to me. It's this, and it's so fancy and like a lab. It's wild. You definitely know they got a lot more people after the sand. <gasps> oh yeah, big time. Um, and I don't, you know. Maybe they should have had more people before because all of that stuff was very interesting to me. Just they were very pretty places. Yeah, absolutely. 
but yeah, uh, John, do you want to give us a description of the series? And I, I just like to in- entrust this role to you since you you've sort of done it longer than I have. That's fine. Okay, so I'm gonna try my best here because it's a little confusing. <laughs> it sure All is. Right? So the show starts off with this priest named Mioe who has the ability that whatever he draws, it comes to life. He draws a rabbit, a little black rabbit, and then the rabbit falls in love with him. And the rabbit decides, oh, I'm going to strike a deal with the, um, pardon my pronunciation here, is it the, the Bodhisattva? Bodhisattva, uh, which is like a... Not like on par with the with the Buddha, but like a few rungs under, I would say, um, in that uh, particular um, mythology. Um, so uh, the rabbit makes a deal to become a, uh, I guess, human or to have a human body to properly uh, love him, I suppose. Uh, and they grow close. And eventually, they end up having three kids. Um, and those kids uh, grow up, and eventually it turns out that they have to run away to another world called the Looking Glass City because um, Koto's deal to get the body uh, was, so, was only until he, the, the priest fell in love with her. So once they, like, you know, started a family and, like, lived together for a couple of years, uh, her time ran out ran out and she was like putting the world in danger so they run away to hide themselves to live together but then eventually the parents actually end up running away again but leaving their kids behind so those kids grow up and become the leaders of the uh looking glass city there is uh the new mioe who is the eldest son he's the high priest and he's kind of like the leader of the city except he doesn't like really do anything with his powers he's very lazy he's they kind of try to make him seem like a womanizer but he's kind of just like he just seems to really like to fuck this one lady (laughs) Um, yeah pretty much yeah hey i hear it you know that's fine um there's yase who is a uh she looks like a fucking like disney princess but whenever she gets upset she grows gigantic and she's an oni and then there is kurama who grows up to be this just bastard yeah he is a bastard but he just looks kind of like buddha um and he just flies around on a little saucer and he is like in charge of the it's kind of hard to explain they're kind of like the underground tech police kind of they're like in charge of keeping things in order um but they just you know kind of run around and are are, i guess are trying to figure out how to bring their parents back suddenly a little girl shows up with a giant hammer and these two familiars and her name is koto just like uh their mom and she shows up and she's saying that she's looking for a black rabbit just like uh, their mom and uh, her familiars are these uh, like little demon-looking things that can turn into little boys, and their names are Ah and Un. And Ah means the beginning, and Un means the end. 
And uh, when the when the father, when the original head priest left, he said that he was going to come, when he came back, he would bring the beginning and the end. So there's some mystery here about who this little girl is, what her involvement is, and uh, what's going to happen. And it just goes from there. It's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, and there's even more. The, <laughs> that was the first, like, episode and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, it only gets more complicated from there. But at the same time, it takes its time with it all, I feel like. So it never feels totally overwhelming, like, you know, some of the stuff in Monogatari or something like that might feel. Um, yeah, it's it's dense, but it's well-paced, so you don't get overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Like, one thing that it does very well is that it basically punctuates each episode with a, good, with a big twist. Yeah. And... You know, it does a good job with that. It's not It's not just like, oh, man, a water cooler moment. It's not Game of Thrones here, folks. Um, Patreon.com slash VGC. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> um, no, we just it's, – it's, it's really, really well-structured. And I feel like if you just watch the first episode and you just let it linger, you're going to be like, that was a lot. But if you keep watching it, you stay chill, you think about each episode as it goes – it's you'll understand everything by the end of it it's it's really digestible and it's it's really uh interesting like the character dynamics and the way that the world is structured it is incredibly unique honestly it's kind of amazing that a 10 episode show is as well paced as this one is yeah totally you expect it to be either too rushed or really frantically or radically paced but this isn't it's consistent and really good at it mm-hmm Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, that's something I really appreciated about it, uh, especially because I watch a lot of things that are very obtuse and uh, like to throw a lot at you. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's it was nice to uh, just sort of... I, I believe we, you and I had thrown around that it was uh, Fooly Cooly-esque, John, and I, I still stand by yes. that. They're like, very large... To the point where, like, my roommate saw I was watching it and said, oh, is this... Did Trigger make this? Or something like that? Like, yeah. Yeah, it has a lot of style comparable to, like, Gainax and Fooly Cooly in a, in a very similar way, but I think it, it it's, it's a different writing style, absolutely. Like... I feel like the best way to describe this is it's like a, it's like a creation myth. It feels like a creation myth for the new age. Oh yeah. Um, and I just I ate it up. I really really liked it. It certainly helps that the music for the show uh, makes every scene three thousand times better. Also because yeah. Yeah. the music for the show is phenomenal. Even outside of the opening and the ending themes, which are both very good for different reasons um Mm -hmm. the show's just like shoko's theme for example shoko is this hacker character who um is just like a nerd loser gamer lady but her theme is like fucking nuts like it's just off the wall and it really makes like any scene that she's in really reflect her personality because it's so like hectic you know um and the same thing goes for like any of the other scenes, like Mioe's themes that play when Mioe uh, is around, are like very solemn, but like still optimistic to an extent, almost like mm-hmm. as like very nostalgic. I would say 
which matches what his personality is like. You know, he's a mm-hmm. someone who's stuck in the past and stuff like that. Um, yes, it's just really, really good. It's just I, I, I teared up multiple times just from the music alone uh, mm-hmm. in this show. It's very, very good. Yeah, so I guess to kind of explain, you, you talked a little bit about how it was released. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go over this because this yeah. is a lot. Um, it was originally the the original release of it was as you said an ONA an original net animation. Uh, it was made by Izumi Todo, and uh, it was also just like a Toei animation like experimental film kind of thing. Then they made a manga, which ran for a little bit. They made another five-episode version of the ONA uh-huh. around the same time as the manga. Then after all that happened, they then made like a final version, which was the anime, which is the ten-episode anime, which is what we watched. And we, I think... Th- if you look it up on Crunchyroll, they have pretty much everything there. I think is isn't the episode zero? Isn't that the ONA? Yes, that's okay. just straight up the ONA. Okay, because yeah, because I watched that too, and I think it's it's interesting to watch that. I don't know. I I, I feel like you should watch it the ONA after you yeah. watch the main show. Uh, yeah, because. It's it starts in media res and it starts like around halfway through the show, um. So it would spoil a lot of stuff if you care about that. Yeah. And it also just wouldn't really make too much sense. But if you go back and watch it, it's 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 less a and it's it's not really, it's it's very optional. It's it's not like necessary, but it's neat to see because it it's really surprising like how more comedic it is. Like I feel like it's a. Like it definitely feels more like a trigger show. Like that ONA feels like something like something from Kill a Kill. Yeah. Um but like after that it like you know there's still comedy in the main series, but it's definitely more serious and there's a lot less scenes of like Koto and Aun like hanging out and being kids. Like there's not really as much of that as there is in the ONA. Yeah. Which I kind of miss. I'm I... I'm not going to lie. Like as much as I love the main series, like, I kind of wish that there was more of just Koto and her familiars just, like, getting up to trouble, because... Yeah, that would have been really, really nice. That's really cute. Yeah, I it's think really cute. that's definitely a part of the show to an extent, is that I, I almost wish it had more focus on Koto. Um, mm-hmm. Or even, like you said, maybe a separate show about Koto would be interesting, because... Well, I feel like I feel like that's sort of her thing is she talks about it even in the show uh, later on. She says that she has no past, really, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that she can only look towards the future, which makes sense cause from the way that they display her. Like, she has, like, one episode dedicated to her that is sort of, like, doesn't focus a lot on her so much as to how she got to the place where she is right now. Um, whereas every other character has, uh, like, one or two episodes dedicated to explaining like why they are the way they are uh, and a lot of more focus and stuff. And uh, it would be more, it, I, I would have liked to actually see more of Koto doing some fucking bullshit because <laughs> she's a really yeah, fun character. Absolutely. But yeah, uh, so I feel like that's a, a large part of the show as well is that like all of the time that they spend fleshing out these characters after introducing them is very good. 
and I really like it a lot. It reminds me of a much better paced version of how Monogatari handles their characters, uh, mm-hmm. where it's like, for example, the, the character of Hanakawa is introduced in Bakemonogatari, but she doesn't do that much, and she does some stuff at the end, but you still don't even understand what her whole deal is until, like, Monogatari series 2, when they start really going in on it. Mm-hmm. Um and that, but that's how like every character feels in this but you don't have to wait that long i guess but it's still you, you still get the feeling of like you know this character you know roughly what they're like now we're going to explain why they're like that throughout this entire episode and then like move on to another character and it's really i really like that about it yeah yeah like each each of the council of 3 has like an episode just about them and i think that's really good like they just have an episode that's all about karama like, it explains his backstory, and then it even has some of him, like, in current day. They have the Yase episode, which is like, oh, hey, she acts like this because she's, you know, she can't really control her emotions, and she also, like, lost her, like, she's the youngest, right? Or is she yeah, the middle? Yeah, she's the youngest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's the youngest, so she, like, lost her parents when she was really young, and, like, had to kind of fend for herself, and, like, not only that, but she's a demon she turns into a demon when she gets upset so she's not like emotionally all there like she you know it, it's she's not really able to handle like being told no because like the only people that could like actually physically control her were her parents and like now that they're gone she has a bunch of like yes men like living in her mansion because it, as soon as she gets upset she they they all fear for their lives so it's just, like you know, it's about, like, all of that and, you know, dealing with her being upset. And then by the end of the episode, it's like, oh, no, there are people that can deal with her and not just deal with her, but accept her for who she is. And that's really good. Yeah. In that sense, it's also pretty genius to have the first episode of the show be about that family and then uh, explain their backstories afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I think, putting... Uh, an entire backstory episode just about them uh, really set a strong foundation for the rest of the show and its character development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And something else that I also enjoyed is that you don't know much about uh, Mioe, or I guess we should say Inari to keep it easier to separate them. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the father. father. The father... Which, um... I guess we should under, we should explain why he's called Inari. It is it is also kind of confusing. Yeah. Um. So, he, I I don't I don't I f- I feel like it's just kind of like how he. I'm not really sure why he does this. Like, I, I is it just like disguise himself, or does he just like want to take a younger form? But like, he becomes like younger and way shorter, and he like disguises himself as young Koto's teacher. At, while they're training at this place that's called the shrine um and the, the shrine is basically like it's it's kind of vague for most of the show what they do but by the end of it it kind of becomes obvious that they are like temporal police in a way like if there's any kind of like if if anything goes wrong in the space-time continuum like they go to try to fix it and so he was kind of using his spot there to you know, be able to hide the Looking Glass City easier because, you know, he was high-ranking there. Um, But he was training Koto as well because Koto turns out to be his other daughter, and it's, like, his biological daughter with uh, Lady Koto. So 
she she wasn't just like created by him because he adopts Yakushimaru, the younger Mioe, because he finds him after he uh, tries to kill himself on after his parents die. So Mioe finds him, brings him back home, and is just like, oh, we're going to bring him back to life, and he's our kid now. Um, and he's immortal now. And uh, then he gives him a uh, brother and sister, which are uh, Yase and Kurama. But little Koto is... Mioe and Lady Koto's biological kid. And in quotation marks. Well, yeah, like in a sense that like they are created by them together, and she is she has their powers. Yeah. Kind of. So yeah. But but yeah, something that that I really liked about uh, the character of Inari, the father, is that he isn't explained until the very end, and mm-hmm. n- like. None of the characters in the show, the Council of Three, or anyone really seems to care about him as much. Uh, they they are more focused on bringing their mother back. When he does, in fact, show up uh, towards the end of the series, they all just get really pissed that he's there. He's like, oh, great, everything's going to shit now because Dad's here. <laughs> um, but it, it's really nice because it lets them explain him at the very end so then you understand all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I just really like that he gets, like, you just sort of ignore him because the other characters are ignoring him. And then when he comes back, he talks about himself and things that, like, none of his children ever even thought about or, like, were, like, trying to analyze out of him or anything. Like, they never really considered, like, oh, what is my father or what is my mother? In the sense, they're just their father and mother, you know? Mm-hmm. It helps that he's also the most morally ambiguous character of the whole show, which has a really interesting dynamic towards the end when he just absolutely uh, goes nuts and tries yeah. to ruin the world he created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, the, the big reveal at the end is that um, that Inari and his, uh, I guess, older brother, who is the high priest of the shrine... They're, like, basically joint god. Like, they kind of run the universe, but Inari doesn't, like, give enough of a shit to care, so it was mostly the high priest that was doing it. But now they're, like, trying to figure out, you know, what to do with this other secret universe that... Or not universe, well, kind of universe. Plane of existence that Inari has been hiding. Um... And it just kind of goes from there. But then their grandpa shows up, who is, I guess, like, just straight up God, uh, comes in and just goes, all right, well, your dad wants to quit. He just wants to vanish. He just wants to disappear. I'm going to give this job to you, Mioe, and you, Koto. You two are going to be God now. But they just they don't want to do that because they don't want their dad to vanish. They want to... You know, and it, it it goes from there. It goes from there. It's interesting. It's very interesting. And again, it feels just like, like not even a created, like it's not like a creation myth for our universe or our Earth. It is just a creation myth for a mythical world, and it brings in like parts of many different religions. Like it has Buddhist stuff, but. I think there's also a little bit of Christianity in there, too, and it mixes it in a very interesting way, and um, 
like just in all the different ways that they talk about like the planes of existence and how characters interact with each other and how powerful different characters are it's very funny just seeing them like you know interact with each other and uh their dynamics together yeah absolutely it's a really good uh family tale as well uh besides being a creation myth just like because i'm a sucker for uh stories about families and this is a uh, a lot more heartfelt and uh, optimistic than uh, I would have thought from this sort of uh, setting. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show. It is a very good show. Incredibly, yeah. Um, do either of you have any other thoughts on the show? It's it's kind of hard to say because I just want people to go see it. <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. watch it. If you didn't already watch it with us... Um, it is very good. It does not take that much time. I watched the half of it last night, um, <laughs> and I enjoyed it very much. Um, it, like I said, it's ten episodes, eleven if you want to watch the uh, the live action one, which I recommend because it's very fun to watch. Yeah, and then I mean, it's kind of twelve if you want to just. I mean, it's like eleven and a half because I think you should watch like the first half of the ONA. Because the second half is just, it's, for those of you that do watch it, it's basically just a giant robot fight, like, verbatim, because they reused that animation for the actual anime, which is fine. Like, it's very good animation, but, you know, you, you really just have to watch the first half. And yeah, there's, like, there's interesting stuff about that. Like, for example, in, I guess in the original, uh, Koto's hammer was going to be something that Shoto created. Like, there's a part where like, Koto is going around just, like, causing mischief and... Shoto and her, like, lackeys are chasing after her, and Shoto's just like, she stole my hammer! Where am I gonna get another one? So it's kind of funny, like, seeing that, and then in the main show, like, Koto just has that hammer, and there's a scene where, like, Shoto's, like, dissecting it and looking it over, and she's, like, drooling over how cool it is, and, you know, we we stand a gamer girl in this household. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, my favorite scene in that whole anime was just the walking scene. The one-shot walking scene of Inari explaining shit to Kodo while nobody interrupts. Uh, I think it's really funny to just watch mm-hmm. him go on this crazy-ass monologue. It They even have that uh, scene verbatim for the recap episode as well, 10.5, mm-hmm. which I found inc- incredibly amusing. All right, uh... Yeah, if, if that's what all we got, uh, I can read the opinions. Yeah, let's do that. Hell yeah. All right, we only got two opinions this time. That's okay. Uh, if you have opinions, send them anytime to videogamechooshoo.homebo.com slash ask. And uh, first one is from Harlequin Wheels, who says, uh, I'd heard a lot about Kuso Giga from people who herald it as an underrated gem. I've seen nearly half, half the show just from three megabyte GIFs on Tumblr. And it's the favorite anime of an artist I really look up to. So being this month's anime was a good excuse to finally watch it. Almost all the dialogue felt like poetry. As in, I didn't understand it, and it also felt artistic. <laughs> Big mood. But despite, but despite me being dumb, I still loved it for the animation, the characters, the soundtrack, and the gamer girl. Again, we all love her. Do we all love her? Oh, yeah. I, no, she's yeah, I wish she was her. in it more, almost, honestly. Yeah. But every time she appears, it's great. Especially that one cut that they keep reusing where she's, like, freaking out and then falls over into <laughs> the guy's arm. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> God. All right. Um, 
Okay, so uh, we do have one other opinion here. And um, again, uh, I do just want to say, um, I said it on Twitter earlier, but uh, LV couldn't be on this episode. Uh, we wanted her to be on because we wanted to introduce all of you anime-only folks to one of our new hires. Uh, she's going to be on Chuchigatru from now on. But uh, she, I guess, just moved, so she doesn't have her internet set up yet, so she couldn't be on. But she did send in her opinion on uh, Kyuso Giga because she did watch it with us. So uh, here's what she said. Uh, so first off, I looked at this from a more technical perspective and delved into its production history. I couldn't really dig deep in terms of specific animators, but it's interesting that this show was produced by Toei, which is known for mostly doing stuff attached to big franchises. Think of One Piece and Dragon Ball. Second, because of that, these shows can sometimes face obvious, inconsistent quality drops to keep up with the high production needs. Kyuso Giga is interesting because it doesn't reflect any of that. It's a well-animated, visually interesting original property coming out of a smaller produced web animation, not raw out of something with the first intentions of producing merch. Both the shorts and longer series were made by Precure Alma Mater. This is probably where the Toei connection begins. But I also want to emphasize this because the showrunners are also mostly women. Hell yeah. You could tell that. Yeah, you could tell that. Like You can. <laughs> yeah, like it's like a lot of the most powerful characters in the show are women and a, a lot of the men are, you know, the, the a lot of the men have similar powers, but they're also like they're very flawed. I mean, everyone's flawed, it's, but I think it's... I think the men are very flawed too. There's not to get too big into gender politics or anything like that, mm. but uh, the way I that I was able to tell very quickly was that uh, there's a lot more empathetic writing towards every character involved in it, like yeah. every single character. Whereas, like when you see a show like Fooly Cooly, to draw an example, uh, like that show, when they make the women, uh, yeah. they make them seem. I don't want to use the word defective, but that is sort of the vibe that they give off a lot of the time, right? Like, just like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is like, oh, people can be... Like, everyone's busted, but, like, there's still a reason to care about them. Even Karama the Bastard, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Next, uh, I went into the show watching the original web animations first, and boy, was I confused. <laughs> I'm curious if they conceived this series with this in-media res approach in mind to present it just as is or if they were truly hoping to pitch it to, to be something bigger uh, or to become a bigger fleshed out thing there are definitely tiny things about it that change certain elements of truth dramatically in the longer series on that where the show shorts end is a nice transition into the longer series imo some footage is reused and reincorporated from the shorts into the longer series yeah, yeah we, we said that earlier but yeah that is, that is true like i i like really i can just think of like Pretty much, like, from when Mioe meets up with Koto at the shrine where she's praying to when, like, Lady Koto comes back. That's about... It's about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, all the... And all the shorts in the OVA or whatever are... Were pretty much reused again for the show. Casual reminder. Shoko. Don't worry. We didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, this is a very refreshing show. But to me personally, I think there is a balance where something can be overstimulating and wild. Conceptually, it makes sense. It reminds me a lot of Summer Wars and Makoto Shinkai's other works, like his involvement in Digimon. The overuse of color in 8 3D heightens the experience between what is real and what is not. 
That also explains why I like it so much because I love <laughs> Makoto Shinkai stuff and Summer Wars is one of my favorite anime movies. Um, some story elements were a little overcomplicated for no reason, even though they could have been spelled out or conveyed in more straightforward way- ways. Re Mioe. Like the playing around of multiple identities and or finding my past tropes, etc. Overall, though, I did enjoy the show and all of its chaos. I think when this first premiered, this was competing with Kill la Kill I. It was. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The same exact cycle of release. Oh, yeah, that's a rough one. And it's the first half of Kill la Kill 2, so it's like the half that everyone was going crazy over. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, though. <laughs> I'm glad that literally everyone else was like, yeah, it's good. It's hell. Yeah, thank that's you, LV. I'm excited got. for you to be on <laughs> next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty much a guest appearance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little precursor, you know. It's yeah, like the, the ONA. It's the ONA version of LV that will premiere before <laughs> the proper release. Um, all right, so we want to get it, go to our real show. Or should I say real show? Or just say, like, our weekly, our usual, our usual bit? Sure. Uh, yeah. All right, um, then, t- t- just because this is going to be short, t- Trixie, I'm going to mm. make you talk about the tights anime. Oh, yeah, uh, John really wanted me to say <laughs> something about this uh, show. Uh, I needed to know what the fuck. <laughs> so what, what happens in it? So this, there's this anime um, on YouTube called Mirror Tights, and it's exclusively a show about high school girls that wear uh, tights, and that's it. That's pretty much the show. It's four minutes an episode. So, is it just like leering at their tights, or is it just like them hanging out and they're like, "Oh man, isn't it crazy? We all wear tights," and they like start like snapping their tights on their thighs, like, "Oh fuck, that's crazy." Is that what it is? Like, well, what happens? Maybe not to that extent, but both, I'd say. I, I, it, there's nothing in the show, really, even. <laughs> I'm going to, I, can I just, I want to read real quick this weird multi-paragraph thing that my girlfriend Natalie wrote about the tights anime in a Discord server that we have that everyone reacted with, what the fuck, to, which was... All right, let's hear it. <laughs> she said, uh, tights episode two has already given up the first episode's pretense that it would be charming in a non-horny way, too. Episode 1 was quiet and pretty, and then it was tights horny on top of that. Episode 2 is just horny full throttle. I went in assuming it would be nice and quiet, just like the first episode, but now it's just horny and nothing else. And I was like, what do you mean nice and quiet? <laughs> I, I, guess, nice and I quiet? guess the first episode uh, makes you think it might be a shock oh. plot at all. I would never think that, knowing the the person who's behind it is an extreme tights fucker on Twitter, aren't they? They, like, only draw tights art? I'm pretty sure. The animation in this show also, it seems like pictures that they just drew sloppy (laughs) keyframes in between. That's about right. And sprinkled CG on top of. Oh, man. It's so weird to describe until you, like, see it for yourself, but... Mm. Is it streaming on anything, or is it just like, oh, you have to like it's download this shit? It's on YouTube. Uh, it's oh, on Christ. the studio's uh, YouTube channel. 
Like, does it have... Okay, does it have English subtitles, and does yeah. it need English subtitles? It has English subtitles. It, you don't need uh, English subtitles. Well, I need a story to go along with it, okay? <laughs> if only there was a story that would have more to say about it. Oh, yeah, the other thing I was going to say is that maybe now with this, they'll make an anime about skater maids. Yeah, I hope so, because I fucking love skater maids. I, I, I want them to make the skater maids anime, and then I want them to make an anime about the uh, chesty lady that eats all the junk food. That's Oh, that's yeah, also that the, too. That's yeah. also the artist that just draws, like, the one thing, but they draw it so well, it's very yeah. I would like those more than the, the short series that have aired this the season around like the couple Honestly. few short things like joshi kase have you seen joshi kase you have right uh trixie yeah i have it's just weird it's just a weird show oh, yeah. i i wasn't i wasn't gonna bring that up but i feel like i have to mention uh very quickly uh the latest episode of that because it was an episode about some high school dude lusting over one of the other girls why uh, i haven't seen it yet but while yeah, waiting for the bus in the rain uh except no words but this dude's like really horny for her it was weird uh mm. what Joshi is this Kasi. fucking show <laughs> i don't know i don't know how i've already watched eight episodes of it that's because it's four minutes long <laughs> <laughs> i it's carrying into another fucked up thing that's a short show. Fucking why the hell are you here, teacher anime? Oh boy, here we that's go. That's a nightmare. All of these people should be in prison. It's just getting worse, okay? So, first of all, the the main boy is now just basically in a relationship with the, his teacher, and nobody's acting like it's weird. The other teacher who's this teacher's friend is now dating another boy who looks like he's 30, and is like a muscle man. And I, I was just like, what is this show? <laughs> Jesus. The answer is it was a porn show that they made into this, but like for like public consumption. But like half the show is just a censor bar that just says, hey, now over everything that's happening. Um, the last episode that I watched was particularly horrifying because it was just like, do you people know any women? at all no because they don't it was like this bit where it's like oh no the teacher's getting a piggyback ride but she forgot to wear a bra so i guess she's coming from this oh fuck Uh and that was the whole episode yeah 10 minutes and it's just like this is horror it's not even like it's just like the, the, the other teacher who has a boyfriend now was saying to the lady like Oh, I wish I could date one of my students. And it's like, what's all of you people need to go to a, like a meeting and you need to be like arrested. I don't know. Like it's horrifying. <laughs> and also like it's a situation where it's all like the teachers need to be taken care of by the students. The students are like going out of their way to do all of this extra things for their teachers. And it's just horrible. It's just bad all around. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even understand, like, what the, the people making this think is hot about this situation. Like, it's very strange. It worries me. I don't recommend this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, it, I, yeah, I've just been, like, I, I that one and uh, the Auchan anime, which is just, like, I don't, I just want, like, skater maids. I want skater maids shown in battle. 
You know what? Mm-hmm. Here's a, here's a, here's an all right anime that I'm watching. Is Fight League? Uh, I talked about it a while ago, but like that's only like five minutes long, or it's like ten minutes long, and it's just like they do like a silly little fight, and there's girls eating food and talking about anime, and it's like that's better than these depraved monster zone things. <laughs> Skater Maids Shonen Battle anime. That's all I'm saying. It would be way better. Uh, even if it was just like a slice of life, I would accept it. But I really like the idea of like a sh- like a t- tournament or whatever, and all the maids are competing. I just think that would be great. Best anime of that year. And then God, I just I would watch the hell out of because like f- food porn shows have uh-huh. got to be they've they, like they need a little bit to get you interested. But if they just did the the chesty girl eating the, all the good ass food, I would watch that. I want I want her to be like, oh man, I'm gonna eat all this food, and then everyone's gonna go, you're not gonna eat all that food. That's crazy. And then she'll eat it, and then they'll be like, what? She ate it all. And they'll do that every episode, and it'll be great because the food will be gorgeous. And I just want to look at the food. You know how I want that show to be set up? Actually, what? I want it to be set up like the skit from the middle of that Kaguya-sama episode where Chika yes. is eating the food and oh the other God. dude is commentating yes. over it. Like, if they just made an entire show out of that, I would love that. Fuck yes. Yeah, that'd be exactly. perfect. Hire us, anime industry. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Uh, we'll, we'll scout out better shows than basically porn and isekai number 833. <laughs> <laughs> God. <sighs> Uh, I, hmm. John, you know, I was waiting for this because I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it, how it's how it how it's great now. Uh, t- tell me about your changing opinion on Sarah's on my. Okay. Um. So first off, I just want to uh, address the haters. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I've, I think I've addressed the haters previously, but I'm gonna do it again. All right. So. Uh, if you want to come at me, my DMs are open, all right? If you if you want to truly come at me, because I'm here. All right, so listen. I agree that Pokemon and Sarazamai both can get repetitive. Sarazamai was very repetitive for like six fucking episodes. No, like five episodes. I don't like when Pokemon is repetitive either. I don't like the fucking battle episodes. The battle episodes are boring as shit. They've been battle episodes recently. We'll get to that. I've hated it. <laughs> Sarazame, though, also very repetitive. But it recently got not repetitive. And it's been very good since then. Um, they just did a whole, like, episode about, um, about like, them, like kind of dealing with the fallout of the last episode because they didn't defeat the kappa zombie so they actually had to like you know figure out what to do and they were still kappas they hadn't turned back into a person so they um they just you know needed to team up and as kappas and actually solve the like it was his brother got uh kidnapped by the otters and so it like goes also goes into like oh hey how did the otters like get involved with all this shit so it it was just an actually well-paced well-told story 
with those characters. And then the episode after that was also, like, about them interacting and kind of coming down from that last episode, which was, you know, them overcoming a challenge and it not just being the same thing again. Like, they actually bonded and it wasn't so repetitive. Um, it almost, like, made sense in context, too, because it was like, oh, hey, they did something that wasn't so easy. They actually kind of grew closer I don't know, I, I, I liked it a lot more. I really, really liked it, and I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. We got, like, four more episodes, so there's more growth. I think they're going to kind of show, like, what is going on with the otters and the cops and the, like, rest of the series, basically. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes, and I think my opinion will, like I said, I think by the end of it, my opinion will be uh, high. Yeah, I feel the same way, pretty much. I'm glad it stopped being so repetitive well i'm glad to hear that do you want to tell us about pokemon then now since you seem to have a little bit of an opinion on that yeah so (laughs) i mean i don't know it's 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 not that big of a thing it's just we got the two episodes um we got um the episode 122 which was uh an episode about uh team rocket which was a good uh it's it's always fun to have a team rocket episode um it was basically just them getting in trouble with um their uh their higher ups uh matori who is the uh cute glasses lady from team rocket she shows up and she's pissed as hell about them uh wasting all their time and resources but she finds out that they have a beware and the beware is incredibly strong. So they're like, so she's like, well, why don't you send the beware to Giovanni? He, he wants it. And she shows up to like, basically find out what they're doing and why they're just sitting on the beware instead of sending it to Giovanni. And it's just like team rocket and, uh, Matori getting owned for the whole episode. Um, and it was very good. Uh, and, it's just basically that. It's not really anything too special, but it was funny. And then uh, the other episode was just kind of a battle episode. It was just Sophocles, like, learning how to battle and getting a Z-move, and that was it. It was it was really boring. Um, all that shit, all the battle shit sucks. Uh, I don't care about it. Um, and it's just going to get worse because they're going to... Uh, Keep doing stuff for the fucking, um, the, uh, Pokemon League. So, yeah. Well. 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 Pokemon. So, um, I, do you want it? I kind of said that I that we shouldn't do this, but I am just going to say right now that there is a Pokemon event going on right now. Yeah, I was about to this. ask you because I was figuring, like, I was like, they, I just saw it, and I was like, John should probably. They just announced Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> they what? just announced a thing where you, I'm, I swear to fucking God, I swear to fucking God, they just announced a thing where it's Pokemon Go, but while you sleep. Oh, my what? God. Well, I, I saw Pokemon Home. Well, there is a Pokemon Home thing, which I guess is going to be, like, the replacement for Pokemon Bank, so you could just, like, put stuff onto your Switch and transfer it to Sword and Shield. But they just announced a fucking Pokeball-looking thing that sits next to you. Oh, my God. There it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Alright, can I do that with Pichu? I guess so. Alright, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Alright. Hey, maybe I can do that one. Because I can't do Pokemon Go because I don't have a phone plan. Well, I guess you can do Pokemon Sleep. Finally. Excellent. Alright, that's your Pokemon Minute. There you go. You had it. <laughs> oh, Trixie. Look, look forward to waking up every day. <laughs> I, if Pichu is there... I love Pichu. Um, sure. Uh, uh, Trixie, tell me hey. about Punchline and, as you've written, the terrible horny cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been watching Punchline recently, uh, and it has a terrible horny cat. Persona uh, 5. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, except more horny, I guess. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh punchline is i watched it when it came out at a friend's house and i didn't think much of it and watching it now it's it was really jarring to me how absolutely horny this show is like it's it's about a dude who gets super saiyan powers if he sees panties but if he sees them twice an asteroid destroys the universe uh for some reason it's an interesting gimmick yeah uh and also, he died in, like, the first half of the first episode, so he's a spirit and has to save the world and his friends. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's much of a story, uh, I guess, aside from an excuse to show off uh, all the girls' panties and bras, because uh, it's extremely horny and it knows what it's... Uh, audience once at least mm. uh there's a cat who's this boy's uh mentor i guess he's a spirit as well but he doesn't do anything and instead he's just horny all the time uh likes to show the, the main dude uh, uh videos of cats fucking which is i hmm. guess i guess interesting interesting kind of horny but uh still still unbearable to watch all the same it's yeah that doesn't sound great that reminds me of what happened with the randy pitchford man yeah recently on twitter that's why uh, why does that have to anything to, uh why what is uh, it hmm i don't hmm <laughs> hmm god oh boy well, like, I know the premise of the show is already, but it's, like, sometimes I just, like, wonder what, like, is going through, like, because I at least think that that's, like, a funny concept behind the show in general, like, that, that, that whole thing. And then it's, like, what is this bit? Hey, guys. Hey, what's this bit? Hey. Yeah, I guess, I guess they just wanted an excuse to have an animal mascot character who fit in with the show's, uh, uh, you know. Hey, we're horny. Isn't I that funny? Kind of deal. Usually they just make a cat girl. I mean, they. There's a girl that adopts a bear. I, that's the closest there is to a cat girl. What? Like a real bear? Like a real. It's a baby bear, but it's still Aww. a real bear. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a baby bear. Yeah, I mean, the characters are nice. I don't. I. I've seen people say this show is good, but I, 
I'm not exactly seeing it. Uh, I know it looks good because uh, Mappa is the oh, studio yeah. behind it, so of course it's going to look great. But uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously, at least, so it's palatable in that sense. But it exists so far. Mm-hmm. I will... I, I'm not done with it yet, but I will keep people updated on whether the show has a story. <laughs> I, Please I, keep us Yeah, account. I'm interested. I know people who like this show. I just don't know anything about it. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything about, like, this show until, like, in the past half year or so. Like, it just ha- doesn't seem to be a thing people talk about hmm i mean there's a lot of things to keep track of to be honest there's a million anime and also a billion anime based on games and games based on anime and there's three sword art online destiny likes yeah i mean with all with all (laughs) that you just can't keep track of yet another horny uh exactly you know speaking of horny Good segue. NVNs. I don't know. Is Punchline a VN? Um, it has a VN game. Alright. Then that works. Uh, Chaos Head. Actually has a plot now. Damn. Uh, it's very weird. It's getting all existential. Uh, I just wanted to say that they at least stopped the man being, like, completely reprehensible all the time. And he stopped saying stuff about, like, 2D and 3D. Oh, so that's nice. Um, there's a lot of girls in the show. They all have swords. Mm. I just want to say that one of the weirdest things is that... So the thing, the ongoing theme of the show is delusions, like, misconceptions of what they're seeing and stuff like that. And you can create a delusion that becomes real. Uh, that's sort of the whole gimmick of the show going forward. Um and uh, there was this very strange one where one of the main girls is like, they just say like, oh, so he's he's trapping her now because he's made her think that there's, uh, by putting all those mirrors around her now, she's remembering when stalkers used to follow her all the time. Crowds of stalkers would follow her in her youth or whatever and point up a mirror and say, who are you at her? And I was like, what? Oh. What does that mean? Why would they do that? Was she an idol? No, she's just a normal person. So, like, what? Why does she have stalkers? What? Also, why? What do they mean? Who are you? Why would they say it? Never explained. Great. And they just like everyone's like, "Damn, that's rough." And I was like, "What?" Like, I mean, that's how real people act in the world. They just you just form a crowd. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a zombie game. <laughs> I, it was just very strange uh, that one bit and. I, there's a lot going on. I can definitely see it as being the precursor to Steins Gate, I guess, because Steins Gate feels like way more cohesive and like, but like the same sort of like style, I guess, where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's it, it, it. I'm glad that it existed so Steins Gate could be much better. Um, but I do want to say, 
Uh, I've already requested John make it our ending theme next time, but the ending for this anime is the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life, and it makes me laugh every single time it plays, because <laughs> something really dramatic will happen, like a murder or something, or like some sort of dark revelation, and then the ending will just pop up and go, you're always super Wait, special, <laughs> that's who are here with me, miracle baby, I'm happy God. to be with you, and I'm like, what the fuck, every time it, it's so fucking funny and then it brings back the recap after it plays that song and it's just like whose eyes are those and showing like anime girls licking knives and stuff like that and it's just like it's extremely funny uh i eat it up every time and i showed i showed both of you that song so now you understand what i mean thank you thank you for enlightening us yes it's so fucking good it's really good. I wouldn't say it's a good song. I, I want to reiterate that. It may be extremely funny, but it's a good song. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. Uh, John, John, weekly animes, because I've watched a couple of these. Tell me about your weekly animes. <sighs> all right. Let's 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 go for it. Um, we did Stars on Mine, so don't got to worry about that. Tori Bochi, still the fucking highlight. Hell yeah. Still really, really good. That last um, episode with the ninja girl was very good, and I'm so glad because she was the weakest character to me uh, mm-hmm. out of the three, and now she has so much like personality and heart to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, uh, the not the last episode, but the episode before, um, God, the ending of that episode where... Um, like they ran into Bochi's old friend and yeah. um yeah that like legitimately got me really bad like I started to cry too because like just like the the voice actress like tearing up and crying when like Bochi's voice actress like crying as hard as she could when like her friend like ignored her yeah it, they, it wrecked me they captured that exact type of thing where your friend is crying and you can't do anything about it feeling like yeah. perfectly with the way like Aru's like just like oh it'll be fine and then she just cries over her basically like that was very good did you so did you watch the most recent one john the yes okay so that the ending of that episode killed me uh, where yeah. she she goes home and she's she goes home to her empty house the ninja girl does, mm-hmm. uh, and she just says like okay or Tadaima and like nobody's there and she starts to get sad and then she just gets text from all three of her friends that just it's say like so welcome good. home. And it was like oh. yeah that that was a good got me good moment. That was like ah oh, that I felt that in my heart. So that also, show is so good at just capturing amazing emotions. Yeah. It's friendship, you know? Friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am extremely worried about the ninja girl, not only because she lives home alone, but also because at the end of that, the last episode, not that one, the one before it, the one you were talking about, she says that she needs to learn ninja skills for family reasons. <laughs> <laughs> And nobody seems to acknowledge that or take it seriously when I think it needs to be. Because <laughs> yeah, what I'm the sure, fuck? I'm sure they'll get around to that at some point. It seems like something that wouldn't just be left in the air. I'm sure. But why? <laughs> like, she just don't, said that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to worry about it. Um, yeah, I, I love that show. 
It's so good. Me too. It's uh, so good. You know what else is good? Fucking Kimetsu no Yaiba. Demon Slayer. Still banger. Fucking great. Still a banger. Uh, the animation. Mwah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like that, um, in the most recent episode, uh, when that, uh, the, uh, demon lady, uh, like, tears her arm or whatever and makes, like, just, like, this cloudy, like, mist of flowers and stuff appear, it looks gorgeous. It's really good. Uh, it, it looks was so beautiful. Like, I was like, wow. And that makes me so excited with, like, you know, seeing, like, how some of the fight scenes are animated in the opening. Uh, and stuff like that. And we're like, man, that's going to be like lit as shit. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's going to be really fucking good. Oh, what do you, you think of the episodes, John? I mean, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, I I think that the show also handles its um, its comedy really well. Like, I, mm. I appreciated in the uh, the newest episode how, like, half of it was more serious and then the other half was like oh hey um you know these characters are still just kind of goofy kids and like the main character like getting pissed when the like half demon guy says that his sister isn't is an eyesore (laughs) them just like fighting (laughs) and the the demon dude like getting pissed and uh, just whenever the main dude like goes near the doctor lady and all that it's <sighs> it's really good my favorite joke was absolutely when the uh the the woman the the, the doctor uh demon lady goes on like this big explanation and exposition about like what what her life has been like and what she does and stuff like that and like then it it cuts back and like um it's like you expect a normal reaction or whatever, and it just goes inside the head of the other demon boy or whatever who's sitting next to her, and he just goes, oh, she looks so beautiful today. Or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Like, it was just really good. Like, this very dramatic storytelling, and he's just like, immediately like, oh, yeah, it looks great. Uh, it's a great show. I'm I'm very into it. Um, I'm excited to see more of it, especially because everyone I know who's read the manga fucking loves it. Like, still, like, they just love it. They eat it up. So I'm, like, I'm super stoked to see where this goes, because I know nothing. Same. I know nothing at all. It'd be great. I kind of wish the episodes were longer, because I'm oh, into it, too. but I feel like, I feel like it's, the pacing's a bit weird with the episodes just being essentially 20 minutes long, because yeah. of the longer post-credits endings, so... I, I just encyclopedia. Oh wait, I'm the only one who watched Hunter Hunter, huh? Yeah. Well, at the end of every Hunter Hunter episode, they do a fucking like minute long bit where they just go, "It's encyclopedia," and it's the exact same thing. Uh, that's yeah. adorable. <laughs> it is. Yeah. No, Kiwa and Gon like kissing like a couple of them too. It's like whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You can't show that in a Christian manga. No. Um, and then the last show, uh, is JoJo's. Um, I, I liked what they've done so far. I'm really curious how they're going to get another episode out of the, uh, the Green Day fight, or the Green Day and, uh, I don't, I don't know what the other guy's stand is. Oasis. Um, Oasis. (laughs) The Green Day and Oasis fight. Um, I, I get why the 
the subs call it a sanctuary. That's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you, I'm being driven up the wall by the subs. I just want to say that right now. I never thought that there was ever a reason for them to do the subs. It's stupid. I want to say that first of all, because like literally every American movie and stuff like that will just talk about like Metallica or something like that. And I just watched it and I forget what they called Metallica, but it was pissing me off. I feel like at this point it might just be a part of the joke. <laughs> oh, it sucks though. <laughs> it's way funnier to see the. <sighs> I don't know. It's funny. Oh. It's funny either way, in my opinion. Deadly Queen but, um... was really bad. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Green Day being called Green Tea. Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's <laughs> good. Uh. Um, but yeah, the. At the end of the latest episode, we finally got the seven-page Muda, though, which is so oh, good. Oh, fuck, yeah. It was 30 seconds of him just... Muda, 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 just, yeah. oh, so good. So intense. fucking pissed. <laughs> I love that tweet, though, that was, like... <laughs> little spoilers for those of you who only watch the anime, but uh, the, the tweet that was, like... Paul Nareff sitting in the Coliseum and hearing from a mile away someone saying Muda Muda for 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) God. Absolutely. No, it was, it was, it was really raw. Like just the, the way that the fight happened and like the villain was super interesting. Like that dude was creepy as fuck and just re- like it was super satisfying seeing Giorno figure it out and defeat him and yeah I mean yeah there was a lot of the usual Giorno just pulling shit out of his ass because he can have whatever powers he needs but it was I, fun so I'll, I'll let it I'll let it go I have to say though I think that's the most egregious example of Giorno pulling shit out of his ass because he grew a branch just so it could get moldy and chop off just so that it could fly through Chicolata, just so that could turn into a scarab and go back to him just so it there was some bullshit and a half yeah like he turned like he turned the bullet and his blood into a branch and then the branch got melted by the mold and then it left the bullet like like the the part of the branch that was the bullet and then he turned it back into a bullet and it went into his head and then it didn't fully kill him so then he turned it into a scarab so it could like actually kill him it's it's some top tier giorno nonsense it's so stupid it's so dumb i like if if it if the rest of it wasn't so fun i would be pissed but like the, the <laughs> fact that it was the fact that it was really fun and also we got to see Giorno just beat the shit out of this creepo for yeah. like 30 seconds straight and then throw throw him into a garbage truck <laughs> i could let it slide but i guess we they still have to fight oasis so you know whatever that's pretty much it for the weekly check-ins I suppose. oh yeah well john yeah. what about this other thing you have written down here the uh super senko time dub <laughs> well you uh you informed me you talked so much about senko son <laughs> um and eventually i guess that the dub is just on crunchyroll um i did watch the dub of the first super senko time on crunchyroll and it made me want to like crawl out of my own skin <laughs> was it that bad you know what you know what let's do this trixie you have do you have access to crunchyroll or something like that i do i want you to log on to crunchyroll right now okay. i want you to go on to the dub for i'll find Sound. the timestamp. yeah 
and I need you to listen to it. I, I need you to experience it live in, 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 in person. Hi, it's Rose. Uh, I made an edit here just so you don't have to listen to about two minutes of us fooling around with Crunchyroll. I included some Sankwasan music just real quick so you can hear and enjoy. Uh, here is now Trixie reacting to the Sankwasan Super Senko time. Uh, yeah, this... It's, it sounds like she has a gun pointed to her head. <laughs> <laughs> like if she doesn't say the words on her script, Super Senko time is gonna murder her. God bless. She sounds like she's on the verge of tears, right? Like Yeah. She really doesn't want to do this. I mean I don't want her to do it either, so you know. It's not even it's not even ASMR. That's like Ugh. Absolutely rancid. <laughs> what do you think about the camera nodding? I think that's the funniest thing in the world to oh, me every yeah, single time. Absolutely. It makes me lose my shit. <laughs> I, we should we should watch the anime that's like watching the girl exercise or something. Oh, what? One of shows. Yeah, you don't know that one? No, I, that. I know about the boy talking to you as you go to sleep or whatever. No, there's one that's like basically this where it's like she's talking to you. And I I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like it's it's a series. I think there's one where she's exercising, and then there's one where she's sleeping, and it's literally just like her getting ready to go to sleep, and then like 15 minutes of her just sleeping. You just sit there and watch her sleep. That's fucking what? nuts. Yeah, that's it's, nuts. It, it's it, look, I I I it's degeneracy. It's fucking <laughs> degeneracy. I'm just gonna say it. It's not right. It's not good for civilization. <sighs> God. Uh, I can see why you weren't a fan of the stub, John. Well, I'm glad that we're in agreement. I mean, it's not even like necessarily the dub. Like I, like I was more just overwhelmed by the content, and also having to hear an English speaker say that I think got to me more. I want to say, like, the voice that they're doing doesn't match Senko's normal voice in Japanese. And Senko's voice I is mean, very, like, soft-spoken. I haven't and, heard that, so, like, you know. Well, if you if you listen to the ending at all, the ending theme, she sings it, so. I just, okay, I, well. just I, I got I got to the fucking, I skipped to the money shot, Rose, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't there for the foreplay this time, I'm sorry, Rose. It's okay, I, I, I enjoyed the show. Overall, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, even aside from Super Senko Time being funny, it's just a very cute show. It's very nice. You like listen to the music at least in that Super Senko Time. You can the music's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's perfectly fine. I'm not talking shit about it. I just think stuff like that scares the shit out of me. So oh no, you know. totally, especially the dub form. That, you know. I I wish the dub voice actress didn't sound so distressed. That. She does just sound distressed. She sounds totally, like it totally yeah. changes the whole tone of that thing. <laughs> There's too much like energy being put into it as opposed to like how like in the Japanese version it just sounds like you know just relax you know just relax. Yeah. Uh, super psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trixie, do you want to tell me about his and her circumstances? Yeah. So, His and Her Circumstances is a shoujo anime uh, from 1998 directed by Hideaki Anno of uh, Evangelion fame. Uh, 
And it's a show right after Evangelion, in fact, and you can tell because a lot of it feels like the latter half of that show in terms of uh, style. It's about uh, two honor students uh, who are totally, uh, who have twisted personalities, more or less, and try to be models or act as model students and uh, discover each other's student or secrets uh, by accident and fall in love soon after. It's, uh, it's really good uh, so far because apparently there's, apparently Anno just stopped directing the show for whatever reason and it became a total quality nightmare uh, at some point. Uh, apparently, from what I understand, the the mangaka uh, hated how the show uh, was adapted. Uh, I guess similar in the way to that old Fruits Basket uh, adaptation, which it seems like a trend that uh, they just adapted manga and completely changed how it was to the anime. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a trend that still goes on, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a good show, uh, I'm not done with it yet, uh, can only speak for roughly the first half, but, uh, it's a really nicely done shoujo, any fan of, uh, Anno would, should definitely check it out, at least, uh, the stuff he directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna probably uh, check it out eventually because I love Ano stuff and you sure I've do. Heard really good things about it. I had but, never heard of know. anything until now. That's impressive. I'm. I'm impressed with myself, I guess, for not hearing about it because. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about it until recently. I think it's. I don't think it's that popular of a show. Um, probably doesn't help that it took a nosedive in the second half, maybe. Mm. Mm. Sure. Well, I'll be interested to hear what you think about that second half, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't wait. <laughs> Alright. Um, I was... I, I, I'm gonna be real with you. I've just been watching a lot of, like, non-anime shows recently. Uh, I'm mm. going to wa- start watching a couple series for our next episode that should hopefully make things better for my end of the things uh <laughs> talk about i, I want to watch more katana guitari and stuff because like all i've done is like i've been showing one of my girlfriends the car no kyokai movies and all i can really say about them is it is extremely funny in the fifth movie which is the best one by the way um there's just this entire like 10 minute long bit where uh shiki's boss toko who is this like glasses lady mage uh just goes on this rant against this dude who is dressed like a clown uh and both of them just keep yelling proper nouns at each other and then explaining what that proper noun means and that is like the peak kanoko nasu writing i have ever seen in anything ever yeah. again and on a rewatch it was just extremely funny because it's just like what don't you know about yin and yang yin and yang yeah i know about yin and yang opposites inverse 
part of the same duality. That's right. But I think the reason you're saying that is just because of auto-suggestion. Auto-suggestion? Really? <laughs> Interesting that you would think that I like it was just a fucking It was just so fucking funny. Like I I could not get over how funny that was. Um, oh yeah, this is a Nasu thing. <laughs> like extremely. And like uh, I was uh, uh, one of my other girlfriends has been playing Fate State Night, and man, the way those quarantines are in. You ever see any of those? Yeah, unfortunately. It's like he like nuts, and then he's like, "Oh, it feels like my lungs are coming out of my dick," and it's like, "Hey, guy, what? <laughs> what?" I'm... That's not how it's supposed to sound and feel. You should probably go to a. <laughs> That's doctor. not how you should describe something feeling good. I have to. I have to doubt that Nasu even wrote the porn scenes for Fate Stay I, Night. It's possible that he didn't. I guess, huh? Yeah. I don't know. He's. <laughs> well, the, well, the, the thing is, is you say that, but like you look at like the Tsukihime porn scenes, and those are just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, I He's think still... he writes them. Yeah, like nobody else in the world is gonna keep talking about like clams and shit, like. That... <laughs> That dude sees an oyster and he's just like, oh, 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 like, there's no fucking way. That's true. But I guess he just wrote those for Tsukihime and Phase Day 9 to say, you know what? I had enough. I did, I'm not well, good at this. <laughs> he had, like, a very specific type of horny in Karano Kyokai, I just want to say. Because there's that scene in, like, one of the last Karano Kyokai movies where, like, that fortune teller girl who can see the future, uh, oh, yeah. looks at Kokuto, and then he just sees, like, Shiki smiling over his dead body that's just covered in blood, and she's just like, uh, hey, maybe you shouldn't hang out with your girlfriend anymore. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, no, she's just like that. <laughs> and it's like, oh. But yeah, that's all I have to say. So, do any of y'all got anything left? To Nope. I mean, Rose, you're... Almost at the sixth movie, uh, which was the actual bad, horny one. That is a really bad, horny one. I didn't even think about that. It's the the sister and everything, huh? Yeah, it's the incest one. I just want to say real quick, that's a very disturbing thing about Karno Kyokai. I love Karno Kyokai, but it's like Nasu has this weird idea that Kokuto is the unresistible man to every single person in the world, which is really funny because he's just a dweeb. Like, yeah. he doesn't even do anything, like, fancy or anything. He's not, like, a mage or something like Shiro is in Fate Stay Night, where, you know, he's the hero and does, like, some crazy shit or something. He's just, like, a dude. And, like, there's, like, this scene where his, like, his sister's like, oh, Kokuto's so hot. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, worse, in the last movie, there's this scene where it's in the future and it's Kokuto and Shiki's daughter. And she's like, I'm going to beat mom one day and take dad back. And it's like, what? Yeah. What? It's kind of, that's kind of suspect. Like, what? Why does Nasu want to fuck Kokuto so bad? He's, he's basically a cardboard box that the girls just He's a just nice cardboard for. box. And that's true. It's very strange. I just like I just keep thinking about like there's just like like it was bad enough the stuff throughout the whole series and then there's that and it was like what the fuck? It's like the weirdest line out of nowhere. Like just really hammer home that Kokuto is the sexiest man alive. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching those because it was funny. I just I also just think of the last like chronological movie or whatever, with the weed man, the evil weed man. Oh yeah. <laughs> just because that was extremely. Yeah, I told you about him, right, John? The evil weed I man. I know. I know. Yeah. They're just like, oh, the ultimate evil. Weed. <laughs> a fucking trailer full of marijuana. <laughs> they really make a big deal out of weed, man. They act. They make like one of like. Uh, like what, a character from Fate Stay Night is a drug dealer in it, which is really funny. Um, and then like just like, they act like it makes you into a demon. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like Nasu heard that like weed makes your eyes red or something, and went, "Oh fuck, here, hold on." <laughs> it's very funny, and I'm looking forward to showing that to my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but I think that's everything. I think All that's right. that's that's everything. So John. Give yes. us our, our questions and maybe right. opinions of other things, but probably mostly questions. Yeah, we got no other opinions, unfortunately. Oh, so, wow. Uh, it's just questions this time. If you want to send in questions, it's videogamechoo2.tumblr.com slash ask. Or you can tweet it at us. That's fine, You too. can tweet at us, too, yeah. Uh, Anonymous asks, if you were going to make an original anime, what would it be about? Who would you get to animate it, do the theme music, etc.? Go as wild with the amount of detail as you care to. Yeah. Trying to steal our ideas, I guess, huh? Yeah, hey, wait a minute. You heard us say hire us, right? Yeah, hey, give us some money first. I <laughs> can't believe a cop is asking us for oh my God. ideas. I'm yeah. just going to say right now, Anonymous, if we say our ideas and the next season or something, like two seasons from now, I see my idea is just a new anime from fucking Katakawa or something, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, if you're from Katakawa, you got to tell us. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, let me see here. Um, I want a show um, where there's robots. All right. And uh, they are trying to save the world. Okay. And there's some plucky individuals that pilot the robots. Um, and uh, uh, they're also a detective agency. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Like Bungo Stray Dogs meets Gundam. Sure. Um, I'm just trying to come up with things as I'm talking. Um, the uh, the music's really good. I don't know any names of musicians. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm bad at this. I don't know names of people. I'm sorry. That's just my idea, though. Detective Robots. It's a good idea. Do you have one yet, Trixie, or do you want me to give you more time? Uh, I think I got it. All right. Uh, a rebellious punk, an honor student, and a gamer all team <gasps> oh, up to serve yeah. a murder mystery in their hometown. <gasps> Animated and directed by TK Miz. <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck. That sounds really good. I would watch that, like, immediately. Like, that would be the anime where I'm like, everyone watch this one, okay? It's coming. You got to watch yeah. out. Oh. Um, I want a, okay, let me think about this. Okay, so there's an edgy uh, boy, and but he's voiced by Miyuki Sawashiro. I just want to say that first. And that's like yeah. what makes everyone go, oh, yeah, that reminds of Kurapika. Uh, and he has to manage a cafe full of small little creatures like Sanrio characters or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because he wants to solve a murder that happened uh, in space because this is like Cowboy Bebop style mm-hmm. and he's on Venus and he manages this with the little, the locals of Venus are all just cute little chibi anime animal characters. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that in this universe. And uh, okay. so it's just about him talking to all of these little chibi animal creatures that come in to like patron his thing as well as people from off world as he tries to piece together, you know, what happened to this murder of a planet? How about that? It's a planet that died and everyone disappeared on it because he has to write a term paper about it. Mm. And the music is done by Hiroyuki Sawano. Hell yeah. I, th- I think we all just like detective shit, don't we? <laughs> yeah, detective shit's great. That's why. Like, what's bad about it? It's perfect. I also yeah. just like new and inventive ways. I just want to throw this out at the anime industry. Do more and inventive like detective stories. Don't just do like the oh, it's the high school students who have to do the, like th- like like what Trixie said, like a gamer and a fucking honor student, all that stuff. Like their dynamics and stuff like that is more interesting than like, whoa, my town was so normal until this happened. You know, like Riverdale. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question is from Anonymous. Uh, aliens have just arrived on Earth, and after such a long journey, they just want to watch a show. Assume they don't know anything about Earth culture. What's the first anime you show them? To learn about Earth culture? Ooh, this is tough. Uh, just show them the teacher anime so they can understand oh, the, the oh, true no. villainy. Of They'll get culture. a bad idea of like what society is like. They'll wipe us out. They have to. <laughs> they wouldn't even think about it. Um, to learn the... Hmm. Maybe it would be really funny to show them either Cowboy Bebop or Space Dandy to be like, this is what we think this <laughs> is like. Maybe. I would... Magus Pride is pretty good. Because it has, like, both, like examining like you know human interaction and stuff like that as well as like folklore and stuff like that it would have a good you know amount of yeah stuff. Am, am i being a little like alien racist and like saying that I should <laughs> yeah i wish you show cowboy bebop and show them what we think of them like fucking <laughs> asshole you can't well, run into better... that problem showing any anime about it space. would be bad if you were like look here's space dandy or something like that we all just thought anime or like ugh. I'm trying to think of a really bad aliens one or something like that, but I, there's no anime called like the stinky aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Show the Mars needs moms. <laughs> oh my god! I think I showed them JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because we all understand the language of punching. Fuck yes. Show them that raw, badass content. Hell yeah. That's how you do it. Alright. Century Punk asks, which anime protagonist do you hate the most? I I was going to say Araragi just by instinct, but I don't even hate him that much. I just hate the things that he does. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's kind of easy to just say, like, any fucking, like, protag from 
a horny high school show where it's just like, oh, I tripped over and I saw her panties and now I'm going to drool and have a boner. Like, I just oh, like yeah. Hey, if you have, I want to say like a recent one, you know, I've been watching that, you know, anime. I don't know if you remember that. It's like, sure. Uh, that the main boy who is just like constantly making jokes about having a boner and stuff like that. And like, just like running around naked and shit like that. And just being obnoxious in general. He's like reprehensible. Yeah. Just like anyone like that. Like, yeah. it's not, it's, it's fucking old. It's not funny. No more of that. I'm trying to think of like a legitimately really like, just like they drag down the show all the way though. Hmm. It's kind of hard to say that. Cause I kind of feel like if I do watch any of those things, I drop it after like an episode, but I don't remember. Uh-huh. Them. Oh, okay. Uh, hero and zero two from darling and the Franks. <laughs> I, I hate both of them a lot. Oh yeah. Like uh, home run. <laughs> yeah, zero two is pretty much like the most tropey manic pixie dream girl bullshit I've seen in a while, and hero is just actually cardboard, like <laughs> probably literally maybe. Like that show sucked, but those two being the protagonists, and yeah. a show full of other better characters that don't get like even the quarter of the screen time they do that just sucks i i figured out what my answer will be and it'll be from chunabu uh the uh the main boy from chunabu sucks uh and he doesn't do anything good at all actually and uh i if the main character had just been a girl if the main character had been nibutani uh that show would have been a lot better that's what i think because he doesn't critically evaluate the fact that his chuny friend is being horrifically abused by her family. Mm-hmm. And just thinks it's for jokes. Uh, Harlequin Wheels asks, I've been thinking about hairstyles in anime slash anime-ish games lately, and the thought process behind thinking up new combos of hair color and style. Mostly because Nako and Hitori Bochi just has short blonde hair, but it looks really good in novel. While lots of shows just go like, this scenario girl has twin tails, and the chill one has long blue slash purple hair. What's your favorite combination of style and hey. color on a character, and has it been done in a show before? Well, first off, I will say, don't you ever, ever talk shit about a gear ever to again. Say what the fuck, and and fucking Sonya. Sonya's. I, she's not twin scenario. T- she's she's pissed. twins. Oh, yeah, she's pissed. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, you won't believe it if I tell. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> they have black hair with a red stripe. Well, valid. Sure. Or white hair. You just show me white hair, and I go. I like go feral. Basically, I'm just like woohoo. Um. It all started with Kauru from uh fucking the Evangelion, so. Hmm. Um, I usually just enjoy characters that play around with a theme. Like, you know, say what you will about how annoying high school shows are, or just shows in schools, but I do really like when characters, you start off with maybe, like, designing a school uniform, and then you change the characters based around that, like... You know, you could talk about Tori Bochi, just that shows it off pretty well. Like, Bochi kind of has the basic outfit, and then all of her friends have, you know, like, different elements and different themes on top of that. 
And I like when that's, like, interesting. When it's just like, oh, hey, they're wearing the same thing, but they're like, one of them has a little, like, lapel. Like, that's lame. But, like, in Hitori Bochi, I feel like everyone in that show has a different style, and you can, you know, you can pinpoint where... You can, like, see the uniform on them, but it's not, like, the exact same uniform. It's like, oh, she's not wearing the the sweater you know or she's wearing something over it or she's not wearing this like it's it's cool to be able to compare and contrast that stuff yeah Trixie, do you have one i think i think i like character designs are really uh simple and uh stripped down so to speak like Mm -hmm. uh an immediate example would be uh the girls last tour characters uh who are all sure very simplistic in terms of design but I'd say because of that simplicity, they have a lot of uh, personality and their designs that come through really easily. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's also uh, why I really like stuff like Boogie Pop or Serial Experiments Lane, where all the characters look... I'd say... I'd say they look more generic, uh, but Mm. they're also pretty simple, and that leads to really cool uh designs like boogie pops or lanes oh uh, yeah yeah uh ping pong as well uh it's a very heavily stylized show but all the designs in that show are pretty simple and not too flashy which lends themselves to really cool uh looking characters like uh smile the main dude or some of the other more wackier side characters so to speak i i also would like to add that uh in terms of style since i pretty much just said hairstyle uh recently watching review starlight stuff uh or engaging in it uh if you put a shoulder cape on a girl or even a dude i will eat it up i will think it's the coolest shit i think shoulder capes are very cool hell yeah they are they don't use them enough. I remember when Ezio had one in Assassin's Creed, I like was like, oh, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. A shoulder cape? What? <laughs> and now it's just like I see it and I'm like, fuck yeah, why doesn't anyone do shoulder capes? Bloodborne does shoulder capes. I'm just saying, more. It's cool. Capes are overdone, you know? But shoulder capes, especially like a short one, it's nice. Hell it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Makes, makes your shoulder look like a table. Yeah, it does, and it makes you look stronger. Put a fucking Thanksgiving turkey on your shoulder. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's know. great. You, could, you have a little you snack lean, for later. Yeah, you could lean your, your head over just and eat some turkey. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right, uh, last question. Uh, one more time. It's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Anonymous asks, since Ava's getting a Netflix release... Are there any other anime you'd want to see get the same level of mainstream attention? All the good ones. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, here's a, a really good one that I want to say. It's something that frustrated me when I was trying to watch it. It took me so long to watch it because of how frustrating it was to access it every time. Monster. Please make Monster accessible literally anywhere because you can't stream that show anywhere because it's too old. It's in that weird thing where it's not where it's like it's old, but it's not old enough that people are like, oh, it's retro anime. We have to revive it. It's like 2004. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking nowhere. And it's really good. Mm -hmm. 
They've tried to make like an HBO series, but it's a Guillermo del Toro project, so you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want some respect for the monster, or like you know any of the uh, that dude's stuff. It's good. Sure. Mm-hmm. I uh, I love uh, paranoia agent. I think to get that level mm-hmm. of uh, attention, because that's also more recent-ish, but that show is, like, nowhere, I think, uh, which is a shame, because it's uh, my favorite Satoshi Kon thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's his only TV anime, and yet it's it's really hard to find legally, last time I checked, at least. Uh, mm. If only it had a wider distribution, like Netflix. It certainly would be nice if things were accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my real answer is less a specific anime and more just a general wish. Um, since anime has become a lot more um, mainstream, I would just love if people would stop. I mean, I, I, th- this is like almost leaning into like a why aren't you treating this seriously thing? But I'm trying to tread the needle here and it's a serious topic. Um, I would just like if people wouldn't treat anime as the extreme stereotype that people do. Like, I'm just sick of when I, if I do ever say that I like anime, hearing people be like. Oh, you like tentacle porn, huh? And, like, shit like that. It's, like, it's so boring and stupid whenever people are still saying that shit. Because they do. They do still say that shit. Yeah. Um, and I just wish that people would realize that, hey, you know, like, like I'm not going to argue that it's all fucking hunky-dory. We just talk shit about the fucking teacher show. We just talk shit about a bunch of stuff. There's still a lot of crap out there, but, you know, for all of that, there's still some really, really amazing stuff. Like, we just talked about how amazing Atori Bochi is, how amazing Demon Slayer is. And, like, those shows don't have any of that. And I just wish that there was more mainstream attention given to the good stuff instead of being like, oh boy, here's another 90 shows about panties. Like, yeah, there are, but there's just as many really, really great shows, and I just wish people would give more attention to the good stuff it's listen it's taking all my energy to not go into a rant of game of thrones is the most popular television show of the last few years you know what (laughs) fucking go for it because you're absolutely right like game of thrones has the exact same kind of shit that a crappy anime would have but it has a it's on hbo so people get away with it like it's it's, not just that like you talk about like the housewives shows and stuff like that or like the bachelorette and stuff like that and like all the problems with american shows but it's like uh, just western shows in general it's never like it's because we're i don't know it's just very frustrating i guess you know it's you wish that they were treated it, with the same level of criticism, I guess. Yeah, it's it's very national. There's a moral high ground being taken that is very strange when you're in pretty much the same high like situation, roughly. Like, yeah, like either admit that you like that trashy shit, or if you really don't like it, then don't. Then you should think about it in both ways. Like, you know, if if you think it's just dumb, trashy bullshit to talk about with your friends, like that makes sense to me and you know i'm down to watch dumb shit to make fun of but 
if you're going to act like Game of Thrones is this fucking high-end masterpiece, then, hmm, you know, there's a fucking, like, incest hentai that's probably just as fucking morally sound that you'd probably be like, oh, that's gross. Like, yeah, well, you know, it's probably got the exact same amount of gross sex scenes that Game of Thrones does, so, you know. Yeah, and it's... It's... it's, I don't... I'm in this situation where, like, I don't know if I want to say, it's fine to enjoy it, because, like, it is... I don't know. I'm not going to police you folks. Enjoy what you enjoy. Just be smart about what you're criticizing, I guess. Just just make sure yeah. that you're aware, like, not to just, like, have this big blinder up for your own stuff. That's something that I have been guilty of in the past. Yeah, and I mean, not just that, but also just, like, be aware of how you're treating things and also, like, the the, the group of people that have optics on it. Because, you know, you just, you never know, you, you just, just be careful about who could see your stuff, I feel yeah. like, is, is, a, is the way to say it. Like, just be, be chill, understand what, what people are okay with and what people aren't, and, uh, um, anyway, I guess that's, that's it for, uh, questions and all that, um, thank you. All right. Whoa. Cool. We did it. We got through those questions. Those are some pretty heavy questions this time around. Yeah. Like weighty, I guess. More to think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate it. And, you know, like we said, you can send in more uh, to the Tumblr ask box, mm-hmm. or you can just tweet it at us. Opinions or questions. Love to hear them. Uh, we're going to have our own opinions on maybe questions, too, on a new anime this month. And I'm picking this time. And I'm sorry in advance because this isn't going to be as easy to watch as Kiyosu Gig where you just pop open Crunchyroll and, you know, it's right there. Uh, but I have chosen Gunbuster and Diebuster, which are uh, very good animes in my opinion. Uh, but Gunbuster is a little bit on the old side. So you can find it on YouTube with some pretty old subs. Any of the subs you find for the show anywhere are going to be the same pretty much. So just it's an old show that's what happens there hasn't been like an official release for it in forever um you can find it on uh, questionable websites as well like just you know it's only six episodes long uh die buster is also only six episodes long die buster is actually on crunchyroll as well so that's going to be easier to watch Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh i really like that show a lot it's done by uh hideaki ano and uh people who would go on to be the more popular animators of uh, Gainax and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a historical thing. And then Die Buster has lesbians in it. So, you know. Uh, I, I, I think this would be a good way to lead up to our uh, special viewing. Yeah, exactly. It's good yeah. timing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can see uh, what happened before Evangelion. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, LV will be with us by that time that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh so we'll have four people here now. That'll be wild, you yeah, know? Yeah. Hey, it'll be a fun time. Uh, but yeah, um, if you want to support our show and get it one week early, you can donate $1 to patreon.com slash VGCC. Uh, if you donate $3 more, you can get our tabletop podcast, The Route. Uh, we have a new episode of that coming out soon. We just recorded a session. It was fun. It's Having a, a good time. It's not three dollars more. It is just three dollars. So it's three dollars. Oh, I'm route, sorry. It's four. three dollars. Yeah. You're fine. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for your support, all who do so. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I'd love to hear any of your opinions or questions. I love hearing Trixie and John's opinions and questions every week. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just have a good time, you know? Uh, and sure. I hope you did, too. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the 16th Correct. episode. Nice. Of, yeah. Woo! Okay, numbers of... Of Chuchigatri, and uh, thanks for being with us. I hope you have a good night. Fight!